This episode of To Your Good Health Radio is being brought to you by Cardio Miracle, the ultimate nitric oxide booster with over 50 whole food, heart-healthy, bioavailable nutrients. Hello, this is Dr. David Friedman, and welcome to a special edition of To Your Good Health Radio. Over the decades as a syndicated television and radio host, I've covered some serious topics, everything from autism, clinical depression to arthritis. I've devoted dozens of shows on autoimmune disease, heart disease, diabetes, and cancer. As the author of a neuroanatomy textbook, I've also delved into some serious health conditions, including brain and spinal cord trauma. In my award-winning number one best-selling book, Food Sanity, I share eye-opening scientific research in every single chapter. While I'm excited to share with you, I just released a new book called Funny Bones. Finally, I get to take off my tie, step away from all the nerdy scientific talk, and focus on just one part of the human anatomy, the funny bone. As a holistic doctor, I do not perform surgery, but I still leave my patients in stitches. They say laughter's the best medicine. You've heard that for years, but I'm now on a mission. I'm going to help spread some healing humor across the world. And if you're looking for an escape from your stress-filled life, I have the prescription you need. Stay tuned. The snorts, giggles, and laughter starts now. It's To Your Good Health Radio with number one best-selling author and renowned wellness expert, Dr. David Friedman, changing lives just for the health of it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Did you know that humans laughed before they ever spoke? Laughter was actually the original way we related to one another, millions of years before developing the ability to convey language. The laughter mechanism is so ingrained into the human brain, babies not even two weeks old can giggle. Even children born blind and deaf still have the innate ability to laugh. We've all heard that saying, laughter's the best medicine. Well, there's actually research that proves it. According to the Journal of Rheumatology, laughter affects serum pro and anti-inflammatory cytokine levels. That means a good belly laugh helps to reduce inflammation and increases infection-fighting antibodies. In addition, laughter helps reduce depression, anxiety, and stress. The Journal of Behavioral Neuroscience published before and after MRI images, and what they discovered is pretty profound. Laughing can improve cognitive function and overall brain health. And I've shared on the show how heart disease is the number one cause of death in America. In fact, I've interviewed dozens of leading experts that have told us the primary reason is due to a bad diet or lack of exercise. But maybe these folks are just in need of some funny knock-knock jokes. According to the International Journal of Cardiology, there is, and I quote, an inverse association between a sense of humor and coronary heart disease. That means a good chuckle could lower your risk of having a heart attack or stroke. Cancer, it's the number two cause of death in America. Well, according to the Complementary Alternative Medical Journal, Laughter increases natural killer cell activity, which destroys cancer cells. So, the next time you giggle or laugh so hard that you snort, you may be preventing cancer. And last but not least, a good belly laugh is the ultimate pain reliever. This was confirmed in research published by the Journal of Behavioral Medicine. They found that laughter lowers pain intensity and tolerance. 
shh, don't tell my patients. They think it's from my treatments. <laughs> Last week, I actually had a patient come in, and I usually see him in the morning. And then for some reason, he comes in the end of the day, and I said, why'd you schedule your appointment so late? And he said, because, Doc, I just had to know once and for all that you as happy at the end of the day as you are at the beginning of the day. And he quickly discovered I was even more energized and happy after a long day at work. And he was puzzled and he asked me, he, he said, do you ever experience a bad day, Dr. Friedman? And I told him, I get bad news and I deal with hardships and struggles just like everyone else. The difference is I don't let my struggles define me. The same boiling water that softens a potato can also harden an egg. It's all about what you're made of, not the circumstances that determine whether or not you have a good day. And here's the great thing, folks. If you're having a bad day, we all do. If you continue to smile, guess what? The brain eventually can't tell the difference. You see, when you smile, your brain releases tiny molecules called neuropeptides that help fight off stress. Then other neurotransmitters like dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins come into play. So if somebody annoys you, just smile. This will cause that person to get annoyed and keeps you from allowing them to ruin your day. I've been incorporating humor, practical jokes, and magic tricks into my practice since I opened up my clinic, but things really stepped up a notch for me about 25 years ago while working on the cast and crew of the Golden Globe Award-nominated film Patch Adams, starring Robin Williams. It was then that I would learn about this amazing doctor that brought friendship and laughter to his practice. Patch showed me early in my career that it was okay to loosen up my tie and combine humor without compromising my skills as a doctor. Fast forward to 2022, and I had the honor of interviewing Patch on this show and thanking him personally for inspiring me. Funny Bones, it contains 200 pages of hilarious true tales, wit, and humor that have taken place in my clinic, spanning my 30 years in practice. In the short time we have together today, I'm going to share just a few of my favorites, but first a spoiler alert. Even though I'm just sharing a handful of stories from my book, if you prefer to read these humorous tales in their entirety, exit this podcast now and go order your copy of Funny Bones. It's available everywhere books are sold, including Amazon, barnesandnobles.com, and booksamillion.com, or you can go to funnybonesbook.com, and while there, check out some of the humorous videos with a lot more to come. All proceeds from every sale go to the Laughter Saves Life's Foundation, so the humor that you experience won't just enhance your life, but will also help support others in need. That website, again, is funnybonesbook.com. You know, as a doctor of chiropractic, I'm always being accused of talking behind my patients' backs. And with my postdoctorate degree in neurology, I've been known to literally get on patients' nerves. And, of course, as a clinical nutritionist, I offer some great feedback on what people should be eating, pun intended there. Patients ask me every day, a common question is, what type of diet should I follow, Dr. Friedman? And, you know, look at the hottest trend right now. It's the intermittent fasting diet. It's based on increasing the window you don't eat to 16 hours. Well, folks, my parents had another name for that diet. They called it skipping breakfast. It's not rocket science, folks. Then there's the paleo diet, which advocates we eat like a caveman ancestor. 
I have yet to see any paleo cookbook sharing a recipe on how to saute a saber-toothed tiger. Instead, I guess our Paleolithic hunters carried spears to go out and risk their lives hunting lazy, grazing cows. Now that's a kill any hunter would be proud of. I killed a cow! <laughs> the most popular paleo diet food is steak and hamburger. I just don't get it. They say it's okay to eat the meat from a cow, but the milk from that cow is off-limits on the caveman diet. I don't get it. Why is that? Perhaps they stopped drinking milk because it caused gas to flow out of their dairy air? <laughs> the one thing I do know is I am lactose intolerant. I have absolutely no patience for lactose. I'm completely and utterly intolerant. Not many of you may realize this, but the Atkins diet was the original low-carb diet that only allowed you to eat meat and vegetables. Then came the paleo diet which is a low-carb diet that only allows you to eat meat and vegetables. Hmm, I think somebody may have gifted this diet and placed it back underneath the Christmas tree. And then there's the plant-based dieters. I have a, a, some great vegan jokes that I could tell, but they're just too cheesy for their tastes. For you diehard vegans, though, I do have a question. What is with all the tofu? It just occurred to me that you eat soy much of it, soy much of it. One thing that I've always wondered is if two vegans get into an argument, is it still called a beef or just two people with bad tempeh's? <laughs> Another thing I've noticed, there are no successful vegan comedians. You ever notice that? And there's a reason for that. Instead of making jokes about the people on stage, they end up roasting the vegetables. And then there's the ketogenic diet. You've got to get into ketosis, which creates autophagy. The basic premise behind autophagy is when you deprive yourself of food, the body begins to eat itself. Actually, the word auto means self and phagy means to eat. Autophagy literally means to eat thyself. So let's just call it what it is, folks. Keto is a self-cannibalizing diet. When you deprive your body of food, it has no choice but to eat itself. Sure, you're gonna lose weight, but it may literally cost you an arm and a leg. <laughs> what I don't understand is, there's actually laws against people eating other people, but keto dieters get a free pass because they're eating themselves. But then again, attempted murder is illegal, but attempted self-suicide is not, so I get it. The one thing that every expert seems to agree on is no matter what diet they advocate, sugar is the major cause of all disease. I actually had a patient bring me her blood test last week asking me what was wrong, and I looked at it and I told her, your sugar's too high. She said, so if I move it to the bottom shelf of my pantry, will that be okay? <laughs> Folks, I've heavily studied diet trends, and I have a prediction. I'm going to give it to you now. The next big fad diet will be a combination of vegan and keto. It's going to be called the Veto Diet. You follow this diet by simply rejecting any food that makes you happy. But of course, water is allowed. And for those frustrated with your weight, the answer is easy. It's portion control. It's mind over platter. Just avoid going back for seconds. Instead, load your plate up the first time. Okay, enough about food. It's time for some puns, wit, and true tales featured in Funny Bones. 
A new patient came in and said, Dr. Friedman, I'm about to have surgery next month unless you can fix me. Can you perform under pressure? I replied, I don't know that one, but I can sing Bohemian Rhapsody for you. <laughs> Another day, a patient named Sally came in complaining that every morning she gets up, she feels dizzy for one hour. I told her, try getting up an hour later. You see, I'm always there for my patients in need of healthful advice. I'm there for you guys. I'll never forget one day last winter, while doing a consultation, a man looked at the anatomy chart on the wall and he said, Dr. Friedman, I see there's a nerve coming from the neck that goes to the heart. I replied, yes, it's called the vagus nerve. It's what innervates the heart. He says, so people with heart issues, what happens when you unpinch that nerve in the neck? I replied, I'm sorry, I can't tell you that. He gave me a puzzled look and he asked why. And I said, because what happens in the vagus nerve stays in the vagus nerve. That's Nevada state law, folks, not mine. One day, a patient named Julie came in to see me. And during a consultation, she told me that she had previously broken her back in two places. I told her, stop going to those places. <laughs> she rolled her eyes at me. And then she informed me that she was scheduled to get her right hip replaced in a couple of months. I asked her if that was also from a previous trauma or injury. And she said, oh, no, no, that's just old age. And I asked her how her left hip was doing, and she said, oh, that one's fine. So I gave her a confused look, and I asked, then how can you blame old age? Weren't both of your hips born on the same day? Haven't they walked the exact number of steps? And her mouth dropped, and she had this big aha moment. And you know what? She never blamed age again. Which brings up something I really want to reiterate. You've heard me say it before. Age is truly just a number. They say that 60 is the new 40, and it's too bad the cop that pulled me over for speeding last week didn't think so. Anyway, three weeks after treating Julie at my clinic, she felt fantastic, and she excitingly said, Dr. Friedman, I feel great. You are truly outstanding in your field. And I replied, nope, I've been indoors all day. <laughs> I do remember several years ago, another patient story of Sherry came in one day and he was just super nervous about getting his neck manipulated. And he laid on his back and sweat just poured down his forehead. And I put my hands on his neck and I said, okay, just relax, David. It's only a neck adjustment. Do not panic. You can do this. And with a puzzled look, the patient said, my name's not David. And I replied, I know. I'm David. I'm just easing some of my own fear. <laughs> Needless to say, his muscles tensed up even more, even after he realized I was just kidding. I could not get this guy to relax. So I told him, I said, try some visualization. Think of the beach. And his muscles got even more tense. I said, why did your neck tighten up even more? And he said, because you told me to think of my wife. I said, no. I said, beach. Think of the beach. In my office, I, I get some really cool uh, uh, photographs that I've put on the wall over the years, and I hang them up, and uh, a lot of them are nature and oceans, and, and one of them is, is a breathtaking picture of this gigantic ocean wave, and one of my patients asked me one day if it was a tsunami, and I told her, yes, it was, and I asked her if she wanted to know how I was so certain of this, and she nodded, and I pointed to an area of the photograph way down below, and I explained, you see this tiny little speckle floating in the water? That's a piece of rye bread. That means it's definitely a tsunami on rye, but I'm bomb. <laughs> A lot of funny things I share in my book, Funny Bones, didn't just happen in the treatment rooms. Sometimes the hilarity takes place at the front 
desk. And over the years, we've gotten some really funny calls that have come in. And on one particular Monday, we had a couple of emergency patients walk in, or I should say crawl in. It was a, it was a busy day. Needless to say, I was running behind. Well, the phone rang and my office manager answered and the person on the other line said, yes, I'm calling to make an appointment to see Dr. Friedman. My office manager replied, sure, when would you like to see him? The person on the phone shouted, 30 minutes ago, I'm still in the treatment room waiting for him to come in and see me. <laughs> that fellow actually is a guy named Gary. And to this day, he remains one of my favorite patients. He's a total nut. He works as a camera operator for the film industry. And for those of you that don't know already, I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is often called Filmington because so many movies are filmed here. I treat a lot of celebrities in my office, on the set, and in other locations. In fact, the Hollywood Reporter even called me the chiropractor to the stars. A few of my notable patients have included John Travolta, Jenny McCarthy, Patrick Swayze, Val Kilmer, and Paul Newman. And in Funny Bones, I devote an entire chapter to several humorous interactions that I've had with some of Hollywood's elite, and I'm going to share a couple with you now. Before we continue, I want to tell you about an amazing product called Cardio Miracle. The number one cause of death in America is cardiovascular disease. On average, somebody dies of a heart attack or stroke every 36 seconds. The good news is you don't have to be a statistic. Young, old, and in between, we all need more nitric oxide in our bodies. It's essential for our overall health because it helps blood, nutrients, and oxygen travel throughout the body. Research shows a lack of nitric oxide may be associated with high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, and even erectile dysfunction. Cardio Miracle's ultimate nitric oxide advanced delivery system reaches a cellular level, so it starts to work within seconds. You also get over 50 whole food nutrients in every delicious scoop. I take Cardio Miracle every day, not just for my heart, but my entire body, and you should too. It's backed by science and a 60-day no-risk money-back guarantee. If you want to improve your heart health, increase your energy, mental clarity, and boost your immune system, order Cardio Miracle today. CardioMiracle.com and use promo code CardioNow for 20% off. CardioMiracle.com, promo code CardioNow. During one of his visits, the late, great Robin Williams wasn't his usual talkative self. And he pointed to his neck and he mumbled to me, Please fix me, fix me. And he laid face up on the table and I found the misalignment and I proceeded to twist his neck to realign the bone and just as I turned his head, I felt and heard a loud crunch. Robin fell off the treatment table and began convulsing and mumbling, I think you broke my neck. My entire white arm is numb. You broke my neck. It's broken. My heart sank. I thought, oh my God, I just paralyzed Robin Williams. Then he looked up at me with a big smile and he stuck out his tongue to reveal a piece of peppermint candy, which he had bit at the exact second I turned his head. He timed it just right and boy, he got me good. After the initial shock wore off, I laughed so hard, tears rolled down my legs. <laughs> Another movie that was filmed in Wilmington is called Shadrack starring Andy McDowell and Harvey Keitel. They were filming at Orton Plantation, located in the woods right next to the Cape Fear River. It was in the heart of the summer, and the forest was infested with mosquitoes. And I quickly carried my portable table and set it up inside Andy's trailer. 
effortlessly quiet and soft-spoken, she entered with toilet paper dangling from one of her shoes. I thought to myself, should I tell her? After thinking about it, no, I, I just didn't have the courage to tell the leading actor something so embarrassing. Uh, after I treated her, I was packing up my portable table, and I noticed Harvey Keitel walking past me. He, too, had toilet paper stuck to the back of one of his shoes. So I found a friend of mine on the set, and I whispered, I couldn't help but notice both of the leading actors have toilet paper dangling from their shoes. I guess no one has the guts to tell them. She laughed hysterically and told me they weren't pieces of toilet paper. They were bounce dryer sheets. <laughs> Come to find out they are great repelling against mosquitoes. So if you wear these, they, they keep mosquitoes away. Who knew? I went home and put on some calamine lotion wishing I had known that little helpful tidbit earlier. Woody Harrelson's also a patient of mine. I've had the honor of treating him. And I asked him one day for a, a signed headshot, but he didn't have any with him. And he said he would sign one for me and give it to Beth, the set medic. Well, after the movie ended, I had seen Beth a few times, but she kept forgetting to bring me the signed picture of Woody. One day while on the set of another film, I said, Beth, don't forget about my Woody. She smiled and with a clenched fist held in the air, she said, oh, don't worry about that, Dr. Friedman. I'm holding on real tight to your Woody. <laughs> All the people around us, jaws dropped. You could have heard a pen drop. <laughs> Another movie that was filmed in Wilmington was the Patrick Swayze movie called Black Dog. And the actor and singer named Meatloaf was the co-star. One day I received a message that he wanted to come in after hours for a treatment. And I told my office manager, I'll be staying late today for Meatloaf. And she scratched her head and she replied, here at the clinic? I said, yes, it will be around 7 o'clock right after we close. She said, you being such a health nut, I didn't think you were a fan. I told her, yes, I grew up in the 80s and meatloaf was a big part of that decade. My office manager replied, what's so great about plain old meatloaf? I replied, let me sleep on it. I'll give you an answer in the morning. She said, you can't tell me now? I replied, oh, and also, two out of three ain't bad. And with a total look of frustration, she put her hand in the air and she said, just forget I asked. I hope you enjoy your dinner. And she walked away. <laughs> yeah, young generation. <laughs> That's not the only misunderstanding that has taken place in my clinic. In fact, Funny Bones contains two chapters devoted to many hilarious misinterpretations. And this can happen when a patient is lying on their stomach with their mouth muffled by the face paper. It also occurs when a patient and I are talking face-to-face -face sometimes. And being from up north, there's been some funny miscommunication due to my inability to speak southern. And I had to learn, and I do know now, but back in the beginning, has some funny, funny stories. And other times, it's because certain gestures and words can have several different meanings. And I'm going to share just a few misunderstandings that have brought some chuckles over the years. One day, a woman came in for a consultation, and I couldn't help but notice how she looked like a girl I knew in high school named Helen Brown. I couldn't concentrate on doing the exam because the resemblance was uncanny. So finally, I said, I have to tell you, you look like Helen Brown. She gave me a nasty look, and she replied, you don't look so great in blue yourself, Dr. Friedman. <laughs> Another day, a patient said to me, I fell and hurt my shoulder, and my neighbor says, you are the man that can fix me. What do you think it is, Doc? And I examined her, and I replied, dislocation. 
The patient said, yes, my neighbor says this is the place to go and you could help me. What seems to be wrong with my shoulder? I once again said, dislocation. She exclaimed, yes, I came to this location because my neighbor said you could help. What do you think is wrong with my shoulder? It was at that moment I finally realized the disconnect. Another true story that I'll share remains one of my all-time favorites. Uh, a patient of mine had carpal tunnel syndrome. and This is a risk condition that causes numbness in the hands upon wakening. And I recommended that she take vitamin B6 before going to bed each night. The next time she came in, I asked her if she'd been taking the vitamin B6, and she wasn't very happy. And she said, yes, I took it before bed, just like you suggested, and it kept me up all night, and it didn't help my wrist the next day. I said, that's impossible. B6 helps people sleep better. It doesn't keep them from falling asleep. What brand of B6 did you buy? And she said, oh, I didn't have to buy B6. I already had some B12 at home, so I just cut the tablets in half. I told her that B12 is for energy, and that would keep her from being able to fall asleep. And she rolled her eyes, and she says, I didn't take B12. I cut it in half. I took a B6. Well, at least she's good at math, folks. And <laughs> you just can't make this stuff up. <laughs> True story here. <laughs> One of my favorites. One day, a patient of mine named Michelle, she told me she, she wouldn't be able to come in for a few weeks because she was having surgery on her legs. And I asked her why she was having leg surgery. She told me, because my veins are too close together. I gave her a confused look, and I said, I've never heard of such a thing. She replied, well, that's what the doctor told me. I have very close veins. I then realized she was having surgery for her varicose veins. That was indeed a shake-my-head moment right there. <laughs> One day, a new patient came in to see me, and on his initial paperwork, he wrote, I experienced severe acute sphenopalatine ganglial neuralgia, and the last episode almost killed me. Well, I consider myself relatively smart. After all, I did author a neuroanatomy textbook, but I never heard of this life-threatening neurological condition, or maybe I did once upon a time, but I was completely drawing a blank, and you know, I, I do have a photographic memory, but sometimes I run out of film. So, I tried to look it up in the Merck Manual, and that's the medical reference book that lists all the serious health conditions and diseases, and it was not there. So I did a Google search, I found it. Acute sphenopalatine ganglion neuralgia is the medical term for ice cream headache or brain freeze. I'm not making that up, folks. It's the cold hard facts, Google it. Another laugh out loud moment occurred after a new patient filled out her paperwork and we have a section on, on each form and it says, in case of emergency, who should we contact? And she wrote 911. <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised that's not what everybody puts. Smart idea, that's who you wanna call, 911. If you think that's funny, another new patient wrote on his intake form, I'm experiencing I do-itis, which I've suffered with for 18 years. Again, that's another condition I've never heard of. So I asked him, what is I do-itis? He said, my pain started 18 years ago, the day I got married and said, I do. <laughs> I bet he spends a lot of nights in the doghouse, folks. I have a feeling. But it does make me wonder, can a divorce lawyer advertise that he specializes in I do-ectomies? Hmm. Another one of my favorite funny bone stories I'll share, the phone rings and the person on the other line says, I'm calling to make an appointment for my wife. She's pregnant and having a lot of back pain. 
Is this her first child, my receptionist asked, to which the caller replied, No, this is her husband. <laughs> she placed the caller on hold and let out a huge belly laugh. And over the decades, it never gets old, you know. It's exciting to be in practice, uh, to see the recuperative powers of the body after someone's spine gets into perfect alignment, which is really what keeps things exciting over the decades. And a patient named Anita came in for back pain, and during the consultation, she shared how her and her husband had been trying unsuccessfully to conceive a child for many years, and they'd both been to a fertility expert to no avail, and I discovered from her x-ray that Anita's third lumbar vertebra was misaligned, and I shared with her how the nerve from that bone innervates the uterus. Eight weeks after correcting her lower back, Anita came in with the exciting news that she was pregnant. And the manager at the department store where she worked, also was a patient of mine, he told me, Doc, you may want to talk to Anita. She's going around the store shouting, Dr. Friedman got me pregnant! Dr. Friedman got me pregnant! Uh, needless to say, I, I did have to have a chat with Anita, and she shared her excitement using a little different wording there, thank goodness. <laughs> Fast forward to another day, I'll never forget, a patient came in and she, I asked her how her new job was going, and she said, well, I'm happy there, but to be honest, Doc, I'm really nervous about the 401k they offer. I replied, why is that a bad thing? She said, well, you know, with my bad back, I can't even run a 5K. How am I going to survive a 401K? <laughs> One thing I'm, I'm not great at is remembering names, but I never forget a back. And I ran into a patient one day at the mall, and she excitingly said, Hey, Dr. Friedman, congratulations on being voted best chiropractor in Wilmington. I told her, thank you, and she looked at me. She says, you don't remember me, do you? You have so many patients. You don't remember me. And with a puzzled look, I, I put my hand on her back, and I said, Oh, hello, Katie. Great to see you again. And her jaw dropped. She asked, you had to touch my back to remember who I was? I replied, of course, I'm your back doctor. And with both hands on her hips, she said, well, thank goodness I didn't run into my gynecologist in the mall. <laughs> That's a, probably my second favorite story that's happened. Fast forward to Stacy, and I'll share another story. She was being treated for a rotator cuff injury. I had given her some exercise bands to help rehabilitate her shoulder, and one day she told me she was about to go on a two-week vacation but was a bit concerned that her shoulder might flare back up. And I said, well, don't forget to do the bands. She grinned and smiled. She says, oh, Doc, my groupie days are long over. <laughs> I treat a contractor, I'll tell you about him, he's, he's always coming in with severe back pain, and one day he told me, he says, my back hurts so bad because I work like a dog. I asked him how long he's felt like that, and he, he told me, ever since I was a puppy. <laughs> he shared with me, though, something else funny, he said his back always radiates into his butt, and it causes a severe dinosaur reaction. I asked him what he meant by dinosaur. He said, oh, I have a lot of sore ass. <laughs> One of the chapters in Funny Bones is devoted to senior citizens. They have brought in some of the most memorable and funny moments at my clinic, and I'll share one with you. I treat an old fella named Hank who has traveled the entire world. He left his date of birth section on his intake form blank, and I asked him his age, and he replied, young man, I was in Baghdad when you were still in dad's bag. <laughs> And one day, Hank asked me, funny guy, he goes, Dr. Freeman, on, on a scale of 1 to 10, 
where do I rank in the worst cases you've ever seen? And I said, you're an eight. And he said, no thanks, I don't have to pee. I already went before I got here. With a confused look, I said, oh, that's good to know. As I was saying, you're an eight. And he said, Dr. Friedman, how am I supposed to urinate if I don't have to pee? <laughs> the humor I've experienced in my clinic comes in smaller and younger packages, too. Uh, uh, one day, a seven-year-old boy named Jeff came in with his back pain after falling off his bike. And during my consultation, I asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up. And with a big gleam in his eyes, Jeff replied, I want to be a fireman. And when he came back for a second treatment, he was so excited to be there. His mom said, Jeff couldn't stop talking about his first chiropractic treatment. And she said to him, Jeff, now that you've been adjusted, tell Dr. Friedman what you want to be when you grow up. And the little boy smiled from ear to ear and he replied, I want to be a firepractor. <laughs> he said he would do chiropractic during the week and put out fires on the weekends. A firepractor, you gotta love it. Only a kid can come up with that one. Last one, I walked into a treatment room to find a little girl named Amy sitting on my stool and her mom shouted, honey, you need to get up off Dr. Friedman's stool so he can sit. And Amy dropped to the floor and she sulked. And as I sat on my stool examining her mother, I told Amy, I said, you did such a wonderful job of softening my stool for me. I might just have to hire you. And the smile returned to Amy's face. After the appointment, Amy proudly announced to the waiting room, Hey, everybody, I'm Dr. Friedman's stool softener. <laughs> Kids can be so cute. The most common question I get asked, we've got to shift gears because this is the one I hear the most of. People always ask me, do patients ever fart when you push on their backs? And actually, it occurs quite often during chiropractic treatments. I don't care who you are, you fart. Yeah, females, you may not want to admit it, but you do too. Sometimes in the privacy of your own home, and other times nature calls and you have to let it rip in public. But when a chiropractor puts pressure on a person's back, farts happen. And while flatulence can be funny, especially to us guys, it can be a bit embarrassing at times, and the responses I've gotten over the years from patients are aghast, and many have made me crack a smile while others just stink. And here are a couple memorable post-fart responses I've heard. Patient said, excuse me for tooting, Dr. Friedman. I fart because it's the only gas I can afford nowadays. <laughs> Another patient passed gas and told me that was a piglet fart. And I asked why he called it that. And he said, because piglet is always hanging out with poo. <laughs> I'm shaking my head here, folks. These are all true. <laughs> One time a teacher from the university farted and I said, you told me you were a teacher. She said, I am a teacher. I said, well, that sounded more like it came out of a tutor. <laughs> Some of the funniest moments uh, have come. We've talked about kids and, and elderly, but man, the, the moments from married couples have come in, some of these bickering back and forth. And it was so hard to pick a couple of my favorites to share with you now, but they're just also equally funny. But during a patient's appointment, I was taking a blood pressure and it was extremely high. And I asked him, I said, do you have a family history of high blood pressure? He responded, yes, it definitely comes from my family. I asked, is it from your father or your mother's side? And he replied, neither, it's from my wife's family. I gave him a puzzled look and I said, you can't get high blood pressure from your wife's family. He replied, oh yes I can, you'd understand if you ever met them. <laughs> a patient one asked me, he says, um, Dr. Friedman, what does the nervous system do? I replied, it tells the entire body what to do. He said, well, then I guess my wife is the spokesperson. 
but I'm bump. <laughs> On another day, a recently divorced patient came in to see me, and after 30 years of marriage, he told me that he was heading back to the dating scene. And he asked me if I could give him any pointers on how to pick up women. Sure, I replied, keep your back straight and lift with your legs. <laughs> I also treat a, uh, a lot of doctors in my office, and ranging guy, uh, they come in from brain surgeons, cardiologists, internists, to dentists. And one day while treating a gastrointestinal doctor, I told him I would never see him as a doctor. And he looked at me puzzled. He said, why? I said, it's because I noticed what type of car you drive. He replied, what does my car have to do with you not wanting to be a patient? I told him it's because you drive a Dodge Ram, and I have issues with somebody shoving a 20-foot tube up my butt that drives a Ram. He laughed and he told me, you think that's bad? One of the doctors I work with drives a Ford Probe. But I'm bum. <laughs> I treat a lot of professionals in my office, doctors, uh, lawyers, and I also treat my accountant. And when she first signed on, I, I, I told her I had bad luck with my former CPA, and now I owe back taxes. And she replied, don't all chiropractors owe back taxes? <laughs> all right, there you have it. Just a few samples from my new book, Funny Bones, True Tales from a Chiropractor That Will Crack You Up. You can get your copy everywhere books are sold. That includes Amazon, barnesandnoble.com, and booksamillion.com. And all proceeds from every book sold are going to the Laughter Saves Life's Foundation. This nonprofit charity helps first responders that have been injured while risking their lives. That list includes our devoted firemen, paramedics, and all branches of the military. So the laughter and all the snorts and giggles you get from my book won't just enhance your life, but will also help support others in need. Go to funnybonesbook.com, and while there, be sure and check out some of the funny videos available with more to come. Uh, to stay up to date with all my health news that you can use with a little laughter sprinkled in between, be sure and follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Dr. David Friedman on Instagram. I'm at Dr. D. Friedman. And I'm now on TikTok at Dr. Funny Bones. Check out some of my daily videos of hilarity, guaranteed to make you snort giggle, crack up, and just uh, spit food out your nose. So don't put food in your mouth while you're eating or drinking because it'll fly out of there because some of these are funny. If you want to share this podcast with somebody you know, it's available at toyougoodhealthradio.com and radiomd.com. And share this segment with all your doom and gloom and sad, sap friends that could use a little laughter in their lives. This information is too valuable to keep to yourself. Sharing is caring and laughter is contagious. Until next time, stay well. This episode of To Your Good Health Radio was brought to you by Cardio Miracle, the ultimate nitric oxide booster with over 50 whole food heart healthy nutrients. If you want to improve your heart health, increase your energy, mental clarity, and boost your immune system, order Cardio Miracle today at CardioMiracle.com. Use promo code CardioNow for 20% off. CardioMiracle.com, promo code CardioNow.